Hi, I'm Kim, and this is Commanding Conversations. I'm a 40-something-year-old mom that decided that this stage in my life, I am not over. I realize that now that my kids are getting a little bit older, that I can still reach out and reach my goals and maybe set new ones and see where I can get. And when I realized this, I saw that having conversations with people, so many others wanted to do the same thing. But something held us back. Something always kept us in the shadows. Well, I'm here to help us break out of the shadows and shine in the light that was meant for us. So I created Commanding Conversations. I would like people to help us share their stories, their experiences, network, and I want all of us to learn how to fail forward, reach our success, get out of our comfort zone, and try to find a way to be the best version that we can be. I know that this is totally possible, and I wanna build a community where we help support each other, have a little fun. Those topics that you don't want to talk about, don't worry, I do. And then we can always end every show with a little advice and a lot of spice. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, then you are in the right place. So sit back, relax, and join in. Thanks. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Commanding Conversations. I'm your host, Kim, and today we are going to be talking about that woo-woo, witchy-poo, fun topic called Mercury in Retrograde. What does that mean? Is it a thing? Is it superstitious? Is it serious? Let's find out, okay? Oh my gosh, you're going to laugh. Actually... (laughs) I'm the one that's laughing. You're going to be like, what? Thank God my YouTube channel is not up yet because this is seriously the fifth time I'm trying to record the same segment. Why, you ask? Because Mercury is in the pre-shade of retrograde. So that means that not only during Mercury retrograde, when everything seems to be all out of whack, all out of sorts, all crazy, it actually extends a week earlier and a week after. Because, I mean, why wouldn't we just need a little bit more time to have our crazy lives get crazier, right? So, I'm hoping that this is going to be the last time that I have to record this and get the same message out. So, let's get into it. What is Mercury retrograde? Well, it's actually a scientific thing. Like, it is a thing. Yes, it's very superstitious. Yes, there's a lot of woo-woo, witchy-poo stuff that goes into it. But... Scientifically speaking, the planet Mercury orbits the sun at a faster rate than Earth, okay? So if you have, su- if you have the, the sun, Mercury is closest to it, to the sun, and then Earth is on the outside of Mercury. So while Mercury is orbiting the sun, since it's closer, it's orbiting the sun at a faster pace. So it actually catches up to the Earth And in essence, kind of laps the earth, right? Kind of like when I was in middle school and I was running the mile and everybody lapped me. It kind of happened. I'm not a runner, not even a little bit. So a few times a year, Mercury catches up and passes the earth on its journey around the sun. And then when Mercury makes its pass from our perspective, and it's completely from our perspective, it appears to slow down. Then it appears to stop. 
And when it stops completely, it actually gives us the optical illusion that the planet is moving backwards. When it moves moves backwards, this is starting the retrograde period. Have you ever been driving down the street, down the highway, um, and you look over and the car next to you, the rim of the wheels of the tires, like everybody's going forward, right? But when you look at the tires, the rims actually look like they're going backwards. That's the only way that I can kind of explain how the Mercury retrograde optical illusion works. So my question is, do you think that this is more of a superstitious phenomenon? Do you really believe in it? Are you going to take the scientific word that I have to give you? Let's take a deeper look and see what you think. Want to find more commanding conversations, other tips, tricks, topics, and more fun things to talk about? You can follow me on all social platforms. My handle is Commanding Connections. See you there. Bye. Okay, so we talked about how the planet isn't really moving backwards, right? It's just an optical illusion. But there's so many things that happen when this optical illusion that seems to be happening right in front of us, what happens to us in real life. So three to four times a year, Mercury makes this pass in orbit, okay? And again, this is all from our perspective. So it appears to be moving backwards, which is what astrology identifies as the retrograde period. And it lasts for about three weeks. So when the planets seem to appear to be moving backwards... So do the things that happen in our lives, because that would make sense, right? Let's mirror things. Many people associate this with communication mishaps, lost keys, technical issues. Starting this show today, I already spilled my water bottle all over all of my recording stuff, and all my notes were upside down, so I'm already feeling like the beginning parts of it. It also has like travel delays and, excuse me, and contract mishaps, electronical failures, and more. Super fun, right? It also seems like this is a beautiful recipe for disappointment and disaster. Well, that doesn't seem to work well with my positive vibe, you know? But we have to remember that we are in charge of creating our own life experiences. So if you focus on the bad stuff, more bad stuff is going to happen. So let's focus on the good stuff and let's manifest some good shit now, right? So this year, Mercury goes into retrograde on April 21st, 2023, and it lasts until May 14th, 2023, okay? So like I said earlier... The internet's going to get a little wonky. Social media sites will crash. There might be power outages. Your ex will accidentally hit you with that, I miss you text. And then you accidentally say something you didn't mean. Or what you try to say comes out wrong. I have a whole, whole funny story later to explain either the miscommunication of teenagers or (laughs) Mercury in retrograde. But believe me, you'll be cracking up by the time I'm done. So it's during this time that challenges and miscommunication can make life get turned upside down. Now, um, I would just 
love to take this time and stay in my house and avoid people traveling, starting new projects, signing important documents, making decisions, and stay underneath the covers, right? Because apparently that's the only place that seems to be safe, right? So I'm wondering, do you think that this is more of a superstitious thing? Or do you think that it's a serious scientific thing? Astrologically, this is actually a positive thing. It's meant to shine light on the energetic influences happening to us. So we know what's happening and we know what's coming and we can prepare and we can respond accordingly, right? I mean, think about this. How many people check their horoscopes every day? I'm guilty of it. I love all that stuff. So uh, the horoscopes have you have led us to believe that the planets and their movements and how relationships between them it influences everything from our own relationships, our personalities, our moods, as well as like personal and global affairs happen. So when Mercury comes in, it kind of puts a wrench in everything. And it takes everything that's on a great, smooth sailing path and flips it upside down. But why? If you're ever looking for another podcast besides Commanding Conversations, I would love to suggest my friend Julie Jancis. She has Angels and Awakening. I've been a guest on the podcast and I listen to it often. She's amazing and I totally believe in the work that she's doing. So when you have a chance, you can sit back, relax, and take in Angels and Awakening. I definitely give it the Kim Choice Award. Okay. Now, I'm going to say that I do think that there is some truth to this. I mean, if you want to break it down and not just talk about Mercury, but if you want to look at the moon and the effects that it has on all of us, look at the effect that the moon has on our gravitational pull. Look at the tides. Look at menstrual cycles. Look at, I mean, the effect of our climate. I mean, a lot of that has to do with the moon and its placement and how it affects the gravitational pull. So there is scientific proof, right, that the planets, their alignments and movements, it it can impact us, okay? I mean, seriously, ask anyone that's ever worked in a hospital, especially the emergency room or in labor and delivery, ask them how different the nights of a full moon are compared to a regular night, right? So... All I've talked about are all these like awful things that happen during Mercury retrograde. And uh, your girl, Kim, she's not really like a negative Nancy. She's more like a positive Patty. So what do you think could be possible positive side effects? Oh, my gosh. See, can you hear it? My tongue is twisting already. There are some positive advantages to this retrograde period. You want to hear about them? Well, of course you do, because that's why you're tuning in, right? Um, I haven't heard a whole lot of positive things until I started researching this. And it's always easier to focus on the negative because when something goes wrong, you can just blame it on Mercury retrograde. But I'm taking this opportunity to shed some light on the positive aspects of this. So we're going to dive in and see how this can help us manifest some awesome ass blessings. 
first and foremost, this is the universe's way of giving us a timeout. Everybody needs a timeout every once in a while, right? It helps us slow down and it makes us, forces us really, to reevaluate what's going on in our finances, especially, um, in our relationships, in our lives. How much are you giving to others? Maybe we should check on those boundaries we're setting or we're not setting. Maybe it's time to put our foot down and draw a line in the sand. Maybe we should check out our spending habits. Maybe we should see where that money is going. Maybe we should check on our mental health because that's our new wealth. So with all these things that are going on, I mean, yes, they do sound negative, but there are positive aspects to them, right? So one of the first things that every site talked about was the fact that miscommunications and misunderstandings happen during this time. So maybe that's just like the universe's way of like keeping life interesting, right? But I mean, it's already happened in this show and it's going to happen a lot in the next three weeks. People will get tongue-tied or people won't understand or misinterpret what someone else is saying. Another thing, and I live in a house of three teenage boys, so, you know, pray, but there's a lot of overly critical emotions that are formed within ourselves and with others and a lot of sensitivity to criticism. God help me all. God help me. So there's also difficulty expressing ourselves. So we're going to be really frustrated and anxious and nervous and clumsy and aggravated and angry and we're not going to know how to get those words out. This is fantastic. Isn't everyone so excited? (laughs) This is great. There's also a lot of possible tech glitches. Hence, it took me four times just to get this started today. So maybe someone upstairs doesn't want me to get this message out, but guess what? I'm no quitter, so I'm going to make it happen. They also suggest that there's going to be traffic delays, possible minor accidents. So, and I'm not, believe me, I would never wish that on someone. What I'm saying is it's giving us a little glimpse to be more aware, right? They also focus a lot of looking in the past and having exes from the past returning and the rekindling of toxic relationships that probably should be left in the past, they surface again. So talk about a total eclipse of the heart, right? It's times like this that maybe there was a lesson that we were supposed to learn that we may may or may not have fully understood or completed. And now it's time for us to reevaluate those again. So we're going to have time to sit back and maybe make a mistake, maybe trip. But, you know, the good thing is, is we're always going to get up. And when we get up after we fall, we're always, whether we want to admit it or not, we're always a little bit stronger. So we've got that going for us. So hold tight. I have a funny story right around the corner for you. Okay, so this is the best example ever. And I had to write it down because I was cracking up and I was laughing so hard. So in the course of the past two days, the pre-shadow, the shade, the retro shade area of Mercury retrograde happened big time among the teenage boys in my family. Okay. And now mind you, 
I can tell these stories because I helped create them. And I'm also going to say that all of my children were IVF children and IVF based. So I had to pay extra for all of this. So for your entertainment purposes, get ready to crack up. This is the most perfect, perfect way to kind of exhibit how teenage boys work and also how Mercury retrograde is starting to roll into effect. Okay, so two days ago, um, I had asked my one son, they have a Jeep that they share and the Jeep has um, these like T-tops that come off. And I was like, you know, it would probably be a really good idea if you put the top on the Jeep. And my son's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, I I wasn't really asking. I'm kind of telling you it's a really good idea that you put the top on the Jeep. So he's like, yeah, I'll totally do that, which as you're probably figuring out, it never happened. So the next morning, um, the next morning was a Saturday and they both had practices and both of my kids are in different sports because why would you have twins that would be in the same thing? That would be ridiculous, right? So one had practice at school and the other one had a game. So while the one drove his, drove the Jeep to school and he had to arrive a half an hour earlier than the other one, he left the other brother here so that I had to take them because, you know, we can't wait 30 minutes. So there's that miscommunication that I'm talking about. So the son that had his keys to the Jeep was actually at an away tournament. They all have to meet at school and then they go and on the bus together to an away tournament. And it wasn't very close either. It was pretty far away. So the keys to his set of keys to the Jeep were in his bag. So my other son who was playing a game um, was actually at school. The game was at school. And he was done and he was like, oh, gosh, I'd like to take the car home, you know. And then it starts raining. Of course it does, because why wouldn't it? Because I asked them to put the top on and I'm only mom, right? So it's raining and the son that's at school who wants to take his, the Jeep home, he's like, where's the spare set of keys? Like, I, don't, I can't believe this. You didn't put the top on. So the son that drove who was at an away game, he was like, oh, I know where the keys are. He's like, there, I put them somewhere where I would always remember them. And he's like, where are they? He goes, in the glove box. So he goes to the Jeep and it's locked. So he's like, how am I supposed to get these? And granted, the top was off, but I don't know if my kids were monkey enough to climb all the way to the top and drop in. So that didn't happen. So get it finally ends up like it's, it ends up turning out to be like really nice and hot and the Jeep dried out. Not a big deal. So... The next day, um, it gets better. You'll love it. The next day, the Jeep is parked and we're going to, I'm not going to tell you my kids' names, but I'm going to flip-flop them. The one that locked the keys in the glove box, now he's at home. There's a bunch of friends over. The other son was out somewhere and guess what? The Jeep alarm goes off. And why would it go off at a normal time? No, that would be ridiculous. That would be shenanigans. It's like 1030 at night and the alarm is just going off. It's like, so the son who knew that the spare set of keys were in the glove box, because according to a 17 year old boy, that is exactly where you should keep a spare set of keys. He's like, oh, I know. I'll get the spare set. They're in the glove box. Except guess what? Yep. You guessed it. The car was locked. So now this alarm is still going off. Now it's annoying and people's patients are getting tested. And my other son's like, I can't find the keys, the the real set of keys. So what do they have to do? 
they actually have to disconnect the battery because that's how awesome the kids are. So they end up finding the keys, which ended up being under a seat at their uncle's house. No big deal. We found them. That was the big takeaway. Put the battery all back together. And now we're getting ready for school. And the boys were getting ready to school, getting ready to go to school, and they were getting ready to drive. And one son was ready way before the other one, right? Again, dysfunctional twins. One's very early, one's always late. And he had his backpack on, and he was about ready to walk out the door. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to school. I go, well, you have to wait for your brother. He's like, well, if he's not ready, I'm not taking him. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yes, you are, because you're going to the same place. And he's like, fine, tell him to hurry up. I'm like, okay. So then that same son came home from school with his friend. They had half day that day. And he walks in and I'm like, hey, how are you? How was your day? Hi, friend. How are you? I'm like, we're missing someone. I'm like, where's your brother? He's like, I don't know. I go, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> you are at the same place. If you go with someone, you should probably come home with someone. And you should communicate with someone too. Now, mind you, earlier that day, they were taking um, a placement test and they were looking on their iPads and I was like, oh, are you guys in the same room? And my one son looked at me dead in the eye and he was like, yeah, because I think so, because both of our names, our last names start with the same letter. And I looked at them and I'm like, God bless, I paid extra for you. Of course, both of your names start with the same letter because it's the same last name. Like, what is wrong with you? So again, the miscommunication, mispronunciation, misinterpretation, it's all coming out now. So my, my son comes home without his brother and his friend. And I'm like, really, guys? Like, holy cow. So the son that came home with his friend, they went in the basement and they were playing video games, right? And my other son gets dropped off by his friend. And I'm kind of just sitting here. I felt like I was on the outside watching a really funny movie that I didn't know how it was going to end. I'm watching the boys, or two boys were downstairs in the basement. I'm watching my son get all of his baseball stuff ready because he had a game. And now I'm watching him load up the Jeep. And I know full and well the other son has a different game somewhere else. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I have a game. I got to go. And I'm like, um, okay. Which ended up, side note, let me, I'm not going to record this whole thing. He, it was cold. So the game ended up being an off site practice. So that is actually relevant to my story. So he's like, I have practice. It's down the street. I got to go. Okay, fine. Cool. So then I'm like, wait a second. How is this other one going to get to where he needs to go? So I'm like, guys, you don't communicate. You know, not only are you twins and your brothers, you live under the same house. You share a car. I mean, I don't know why they would be able to share a car. They couldn't share a uterus. So why could they share a car? But there's just the, the lack of communication. There's no communication. Okay. So the one son drives to practice. Then the other son comes up. I'm like, what time do you have to be back at school? You have a game. And he's like, I have to, oh my God, we have to leave now. I'm like, okay, well, I'm ready. Well, and I have to drive you. So he's getting ready to go. And he's like, ah, I go, what? He goes, my shoes are in the Jeep. I'm like, okay. Do you have a backup pair? He goes, yeah, they're in the Jeep too. I'm like, sweet Jesus. However, the spare set of keys are now on the table right by the front door. Thank you, Jesus. Finally, they're out of the glove box. So we get in the car. We drive to the off-site um, practice facility. He goes into the Jeep, gets his spare set, gets his regular set. Life is good. 
gets back in the car. We're totally late. We end up just driving straight to where the game is. Life is good. Everything is great. Drop him off. Tell him good luck because I have to pick the third kid up. It's everything is going better. But wait, there's more. So I'm on my way home. I think everything is going well. And my phone rings. And the son that was at practice, who didn't know we were there, he's like, Mom, I'm locked out of my Jeep. I'm like, oh, my God. What? He's like, yeah, I always leave my keys in the cup holder. And I went out to my car, and guess what? The car's locked. I didn't even do that. I'm like, I know, dear, because we had to go and we had to get shoes out of the car. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. So you're on your way? And I'm like, well, I'll be there. And he's like, but where are the keys? Thank goodness that before my son left when I dropped him off at his game, I'm like, you don't need to hold on to those keys. Let me hold on to them. Thank goodness I said that. So I brought the spare set of, or I brought the real set of keys over there. We were able to unlock the Jeep. He was able to get in. Everything was great. Life was golden. And he was like, hey, Ma, guess what? And I'm like, what? He goes, remember how I told you that like my back taillight was out and you had to buy bulbs for it? I'm like, yeah. He goes, guess what? When I was looking underneath the Jeep for my keys that weren't there, turns out I don't need a new light bulb. It was just disconnected. And I was like, of course it was. Of course. So... Getting back in the car, driving home, I have my youngest with me, and he looks at me, and my youngest is adorable. He's 12. He's dyslexic. It's so funny. He looked at me, and he's like, Mom, this is happening because Mercury's in the microwave again, isn't it? And I said, yes, baby. Mercury is in the microwave, and it's only the beginning of some Mercury overload action happening. So I definitely have to admit that the past couple days, I don't know if you've been feeling it, but collectively, I think a lot of people have been feeling maybe a little bit more sensitive, maybe more stuck in their head, re-evaluating situations, things that have happened in the past, shoulda, woulda, couldas, a lot of those types of situations. And I think that they're pretty healthy to go back there and check and make sure that either history doesn't repeat itself or you learn from things and make life better, right? So I hope that with what information I gave you, it could actually be comforting because it can let you know that in the next couple weeks, we should take a deep breath, give ourselves a little bit of grace, maybe open up our hearts a little more and know that all of this is happening for us to kind of make sure we're on the right path. You know, it's kind of like the hidden checks and balance system. And when Mercury is in the microwave, always know that there's room for a total eclipse of the heart too. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And as always, I hope that this is something that can help you bring out a commanding conversation. Until next time, thanks. Bye. If you're looking for a way to listen to Commanding Conversations and you're out and you don't have a way to stream it live, you can definitely check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Podcasts, SiriusXM, Skitcher, and Anchor. Thank you. Okay, so I found a gray hair down there. It's okay. 
don't worry, I got that stuff waxed, so I didn't have to see that again. But <laughs> what I want to walk away with from this episode is I want you to walk away with giving yourself some grace. And if you're not there yet, that's okay. I wasn't for a long, long time. Start now. You start to realize through past experiences that people are human and that mistakes happen. However, you won't let people walk all over you anymore. And that beauty now holds a much different new meaning. And now healthy holds a new value. And peace becomes priceless. So I want you to be proud of your smile lines. God bless you for earned them. And how about those wisdom highlights? Okay. Enjoy the journey you've led so far. You have to realize that anyone or anything that doesn't serve you in your highest and best good, release them. You don't need that toxic shit in your life. This is our second act. Let's think of it as a second chance. Find who and what makes you happy. Find who and what makes you feel like you want to be a better person. What makes your heart sing? Who gives you butterflies? What gives you butterflies? Sometimes it's not just a person. It's finding your voice, standing in your own power. What do you want to do to leave your mark behind? What's your legacy? What do you want people to know about the journey that you led? I mean, don't get all like dramatic. Make it fun too. Let's not forget about that. This is a commanding conversation. But all I'm saying is that we don't know. I mean, now that we're in this act and if you are listening and you are part of my age range we are on the back nine you know it's depressing but it's true we're on the back nine and you don't know if you're gonna make it to all nine holes so for every hole that you make it to in this course of life make sure you have fun make memories no one can take those away from you find the people that make your heart happy don't worry about the rest And if you have a gray hair down there, don't worry. That one's going to have more friends soon enough. So until next time, I hope you guys have an awesome and fun commanding conversation. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you. And my little tribe here is growing leaps and bounds. And I am so humbled. I am without words. My heart is just soaring and it's so full of love and pride. Thank you so much for taking a chance on me and giving me a little bit, a little spot in your day. And I promise to keep bringing you fun, commanding conversations. Until next time. Thanks. Bye. I just wanted to thank you one last time for joining me. I'm so glad that you stopped by. I hope you had a good time and I hope you took something along for the ride. And remember, I want to see that smile reach your eyes. And until we talk next time, have an awesome, awesome commanding conversation. Okay, bye.